Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
I'm 
Thank you, Lord, for what you do. Lord, give us the eternal and unknown.
when we are bound to hatred, God is forgiveness. And even when we are bound to disbelief, and even when we are bound to decay, and even when we are bound to death, God is alive. That's the Reverend Mankiewicz. Today he brings you a powerful message of faith and hope. I'm Peter Wallace. This is Day One. Welcome to Day One, the weekly program that brings you outstanding preachers from America's mainline Protestant churches, sharing insight and inspiration from God's Word for your life. Here's our host, Peter Wallace, to introduce this week's speaker. Thank you, Sherry. Today we're delighted to have with us the Reverend Matthew Gaventa, the 2012 recipient of the David H.C. Reed Preacher Scholar Award given by Madison Avenue Presbyterian Church in New York, New York. Matt has just been installed in his first pastorate at Amherst Presbyterian Church in Amherst, Virginia. Matt is a graduate of Georgetown University in Washington, D.C. and earned a Master of Arts in Film Studies from the University of Iowa Graduate College. He received his Master of Divinity from the Theological Seminary in 2012, earning several awards in church leadership in the process. Matt, welcome to Day One, and congratulations to you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We're, We're grateful, grateful that Madison Avenue Presbyterian Church has enabled us to present the David H. C. Reed Award recipient on day one over these past, past several, several years. years. Tell, Tell us about, about your experience, experience in receiving the award. It's a powerful honor to be recognized by a church with such a deep history and such a deep and prominent position in the Presbyterian Church in this country. And it's very humbling. And, and the experience, the experience of, being of being there and being in worship with them, with them and, and having friends and family able to join, join us join join in that moment, moment was, was really lovely. lovely. So it's, it's and been a, a joy the whole time. And the, and the award, award seeks to recognize both preaching, both preaching and, and scholarship. scholarship. How, do How do you see that, that working out in your ministry ahead? Well, well for, for me, I, I have a long cultivated sense of academic and intellectual curiosity. There's a, There's a part, part of my heart that will always be something of a scholar. That's why I did graduate work before I went to the seminary. And it was part of my prior life when I was going to go off and be a film scholar and a media scholar. scholar. And that, that part of it is, is very important, important to me. And so, so for me, what preaching enables is for the part of me that loves scholarship and loves the intellectual life to be able to be, able put to be put into translation and put into use and put, use and put towards the gospel, the gospel in ways, in ways that, that are exciting and, and relevant and, relevant and critically, critically nuanced at the same time. Now, David, now, David H.C. Reed was, was internationally, internationally renowned through scholar, scholar and author. And author. Do, you see Do you see him as a model in your own ministry? Sure. sure. I, I think there are there any number, any number of, of Preachers, reading included, who have, who have managed, managed to walk that line, line between scholarship and the task of the Sunday preaching. And I hope to gamble along that line myself the course of the next decades. You're a recent, You're a recent graduate of Princeton Theological Seminary, just starting your ordained ministry. How, how do you see yourself influencing the culture today? Does your film background have anything to do with it? Well, I think well, the I think film the background, background is a, a, a film and media, media background, background that, that in some ways 
has been put to rest, and in other ways I use all the time because it shapes how I think about culture and how I read culture, and I think what media studies really fundamentally is is the idea of how culture talks to itself. So my ability to that it has changed by my study. I mean, my goal in preaching and my goal in ministry is always to say something culturally relevant and, and critically informed and, and faithful uh, at the same, same time, time and, and to put, put the, the gospel of Christ in conversation Christ with, in conversation the, with the, the, the world in which we live. So being able to read the world text and the world foundational. And you just accepted the call to serve as pastor in church in Amherst, Virginia. What has you excited about this congregation? Lots of things are exciting about it to me. I'm very excited just to be the pastor of the church. I like doing lots of different kinds of tasks. My days are more satisfying when I do about 75 different things. So just small church ministry feels very welcoming to me in that way. Amherst is also a really interesting community. It's got a, a college, college in it. In it. Um, we brought our college, college so there's, there's some from the faculty, from the faculty and staff college, college and the congregation. There's a lot, there's a lot of curiosity and intellectual life in the congregation, which is exciting to me. It's also, it's also an area, area of the country that has, has been home to, home to us long for a long time in some way. ways, and so we're excited to go back to the Blue Ridge and go back to Central Virginia. feels right. And you have said that there could be Inevitability in your entering, entering the ministry, the ministry both, your both your parents are very active, very active in church and academia. academia. What was it like, was it like for, you for you growing up, up in that sort of environment? environment? Well, my parents, well, my parents met at seminary, seminary and, and they, they both, both certainly, certainly served the served church, church in their own ways. ways. So I, I wouldn't say, say that neither one of them had ever been the pastor in a local parish. And so I don't feel like a preacher's kid in that sense. Uh, and, uh, and to be honest, to be honest it, was it was my initiative that brought us to particular, particular churches, churches and places that we lived when I was growing up. up. So I, I, I never felt, felt like, like I was engaging, engaging in a congregation on anything on my own terms. terms. I think in I some think ways that's why it took me a while, while to decide to go to seminary after college. college it took me close to 10 years, partially because I needed to make sure that I was doing it on my own terms. I'm stubborn enough like that. We are serving today, today for the second Sunday of Easter, Easter focus focuses on Acts, on Acts chapter, chapter 5, verses 27 through 32. Set the stage where are we in the, in the story of the Bird Church? Well, well the, the disciples, the disciples who, who um, have, have, have lingered, lingered in Jerusalem following the Spirit coming down at Pentecost, and they are preaching and, and working and healing, they're trying, trying to live out. Jesus' ministry in Jerusalem, but we can imagine that it's a kind of a hotbed at the time, because the Acts story tells of real accounts of them performing actual healings, I mean, there are real miracles taking place, but it is, it's not like it's gotten any less controversial than it was during the Passion narrative, so it's, we have Jewish authorities and Roman political authorities, I don't know if it's being entirely comfortable with what the disciples are being able effectively to do. Which is, um, which is what kind of plans of plan today. today. This is the second time, time Peter, Peter and the disciples have ended up before the Jewish, the Jewish Council of High Priests uh, or for working, working in Jesus' name. name. And they've now they've been freed twice, twice in prison by, by intervention of God. So it's, it's a lot, a lot of, of political and controversy, controversy happening. Very, very exciting and all the dangerous times there. 
read the text for us? Sure. sure. When they, when they brought, brought them, they had they them had stand them before, before the council. The high, the high priest, priest questioned, questioned them, saying, We gave you strict orders not, not to teach in this name, name yet, yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching. teaching. You are, you are determined to bring, to bring this man's blood on us. But Peter, but Peter and the apostles answered, We must, we must obey, obey God rather than, than any human authority. authority. The God, the God of our, our ancestors, ancestors raised, raised up Jesus, Jesus whom you had killed by hanging him on a tree. tree. God, God exalted him in his right hand, hand as leader and savior that he might give repentance to Israel forgiveness of sins. And we, and we are, are witnesses to these things. And so, and so is the Holy Spirit, Spirit whom God has given those who obey. Man, your, your sermon is entitled Open, Open Day. Thank you for being with, with us. Thank you. Thank you. Opening day bursts with our most 
fervent hopefulness, and so this logic I bear does contrary to the spirit of the season. It does seem hopefully out of place, so it's hard to avoid the suspicion that in having this grudge, I'm somehow doing it all wrong. That opening day has again offered me the joyful gift of possibility, and instead I just can't let go of the past. Last weekend, Last weekend was also Easter, Easter the, original the original season of possibility. The women the came, women to, the came to the tomb and the stone, and the stone was, rolled was rolled away. Despite, despite that most that excited, excited whisper, whisper in the air, in the air our, text our text today finds today Peter, finds with, Peter own, with his own bone to pick. The disciples, the disciples have been dragged before the council of Jewish high priests for working and preaching and healing in Jesus' name, and the Sanhedrin is not exactly in an excited mood. We told you not to do that, but you just couldn't help yourselves, and Peter's reply is very simple and very much the point. Our allegiance is to God. And not to any human authority, authority. God, of, God our of our ancestors raised up Jesus, 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 and that might that very might well, very have, well been have been the end of the argument, argument, but Peter's got, Peter's a, got bone a bone to pick. Even with even the whole power of the spirit, spirit of Pentecost alive in the city, even with even the angel, with the angel of, God of God having only moments, moments ago stood before Peter to free him from his prison chains, Peter can't quite get into the spirit of the season. He can't quite let the past go. He says, God raised up Jesus who you killed by hanging him on a tree. Jesus whom you killed by hanging him on a tree. Now, we, now might we might have cause, cause to dispute Peter, Peter on the facts of the case. The Luke, Luke Acts account of the passion has more than enough blame to go around. Jesus is tried before the Sanhedrin, yes, but also betrayed by Judas and victimized by Pilate and demonized by the crowd, not to mention denied by Peter himself. For him, For him to now, to now stand, stand before the council and accuse them of a singular role in Jesus' death, death seems to demand, demand not, not only daring, but a certain amount, amount of strategic, strategic amnesia. amnesia. But then but again, again, any fan, any fan knows never touch the facts in the way of a good, good grudge. grudge. Every, Every wound, wound needs, needs a villain, by this point in Acts, and he will do nicely. It's convenient, it's convenient, of course, of course by that by fixing blame, blame Peter distracts attention from the, from the mercilessly bureaucratic passion story that Luke tells. It's convenient, it's convenient to, name to name one villain, villain. the alternative would be to name everybody, everybody. And, and Peter has, Peter no, has more no more interest in unpacking this, this complex, complex level of responsibility, responsibility than, than I do in sifting through, through the errors and misuse and misopportunities that left male and hitting their miracle hopes on a routine fly ball. So we, might so we might dispute Peter on the facts, but doing, but doing so will get us nowhere near the heart, the heart of the matter. Of the matter. No, the no, question, the question is instead this. is this. Why can't, Why can't he, move, he on? move on? Doesn't he, Doesn't believe? he believe? Easter, Easter is, here, is here, and the full, the full force of the gospel with it. With it. Peter's, Peter's own words lay it out as clear as daylight. God, God raised up Jesus, Jesus he might, he might give, give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. Repentance, forgiveness, everything, a new, a new creation. Except, Except you, guys, you guys, you killed him, him by hanging him, him on a tree. tree. 
Why can't, why can't you, move, you on? move on? For that matter, that matter why can't, why can't I? I? Opening, Opening day is here. The young season alive with possibility of mind is a hope, hope palace by age, wisdom, wisdom and the broken-hearted broken aftermath, aftermath of the young fly. What would it what take would it for, take for me to believe? What would it what take, would it for, take us? for us? Easter, Easter is here. The young season alive, alive with possibility of ours, too, too is a calloused hope. The winter too long with us. A world, a world too long, too with, long us, with us, a world, a world strewn, strewn with anger, anger bitterness, bitterness, regret, regret. A, world a world where the wounds of every bygone, bygone season fester and linger. linger. You killed, killed him, him by hanging him on a tree, and through, and through the, pages the pages of time, of time I, want I want to shout, shout Peter, he rose from the, from the dead, why can't, why can't you move on? on? Peter, Peter you preach forgiveness, why can't you forgive? I, too, have a bone to pick. With disease, disease and, and despair, with injustice and intolerance, with heartache and loneliness, I carry this grudge against the brokenness of the world, and I know you carry it too. So on this second Sunday of Easter, with the full chorus of hallelujahs still echoing the rafters, maybe we can't just let go, and maybe we can't just move on. And maybe, and maybe we can't, can't just, can't, can't quite, quite believe. So instead, so instead of demonizing Peter for his, his little outburst, outburst I, wonder I wonder whether, whether we might find comfort knowing that he is just, just as wounded, wounded as we are. are. Even, even though, though he had witnessed, witnessed the resurrected, resurrected Christ, and even, and even though, though he had stood before the Pentecostal flame, our story today finds Peter still capable of this all-too-human moment of blame-mongering. He's wearing his wounds on his sleeve. I wonder if we might find comfort here, knowing that even Peter doesn't always act like a saint. And more still, after all, in John's account of the resurrection, it is the wounds in Jesus' hands that reveal him to the incredulous Thomas. Wounds that, that make it clear, clear that even the resurrection doesn't wipe away the past. Jesus stands before them with his wounds still intact. Peter stands before the Sanhedrin with his wounds still intact. And now we can't quite let go. We can't quite move on. We can't quite believe. We too stand before God with our wounds still intact. And we do so in good company. God, God has, has always called wounded people. God, God has, has always loved wounded people. But this story is yet about something bigger than comfort. At the end of the day, it's Peter's confession. We must obey God rather than any human authority that echoes through the season. A reminder that the Eastern High power of God is bigger Mightier, more intractable, and steadfast than anything we have to offer. Even our most persistent wounds, even our most persistent disbelief. God's authority is the first and last word. God became flesh. God who rose from the grave. God who left the tomb open the world to see. At Easter, God not only offers hope to our wounds, God becomes hope. God lives as the hope that vanquished death itself. 
So bear your grudges as you may. Bear your disbelief as you may. Bear your wounds as you may. We bear them in good company with Peter and the first disciples, with every trace of Christendom that gathers around the cross. They are the wounds that mark us as children of the creation. But they will not find us. For even when we are bound to despair, God is hope. And even when we are bound to hatred, God is forgiveness. And even when we are bound to disbelief, and even when we are bound to decay, and even when we are bound to death, God is alive. Christ is risen. The stone has been rolled away. Thank God for opening day. I still have a bone to pick with the infield fly rule, and I'm not the only one. If you could walk, walk through the concourse of the graves on our last Sunday, Sunday you, would you would have seen people wearing all manner of worst call ever t-shirts, being a fan, being living, living this faithful paradox, paradox embraces, embraces the hopefulness of the new, of the new season, season while wearing last, wearing last season's, season's wounds on your sleeve. sleeve. And the truth, and the truth is, is that the Braves have a good team this year. Possibilities, possibilities are sky high. All coaches, all coaches aside, there are folks all around the league who really believe this could be our year. year. But for, but lots, for lots of teams, teams hopes, hopes are not, are not so high. high. Expectations are not so optimistic. After, after years, years of incompetence, mismanagement, or sheer mediocrity, there are any number of teams whose fans can only watch with their eyes closed. Their hopes, their hopes long, long since withered away. But you never, but you know. never know. Anything, Anything could happen. happen. That's, the, That's miracle the miracle of opening, of opening day. day. But even when nobody believes, even nobody believes, there's still hope. There's still hope. Let us pray. Let us pray. Gracious and powerful Gracious God, and powerful whose authority, God, rests, whose authority above all rests above all things, have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. We've heard promises, We've heard of, promises of newness recreation, and recreation, so hard to but change. it's so hard to change, so hard to let go, so hard to let go. it's so hard to believe. Grant us the gift Grant to, us hope, the gift as you to hope, hope as you us. hope for us. Grant us the gift to love, as, gift you to love as you have loved send us, us and send us into the world as servants of Easter tide. Now and forever. Now and forever. Amen. Amen. Well, most, Man, well, most of us listening were celebrating Easter last Easter weekend. You reminded us that it was also opening day of the 2013 baseball season. Baseball season. You said you're still you carrying a grudge at the end of last the season. Grudge that seems contrary to the spirit of the season. Both in the church and in baseball. Grudges might be holding us back from living fully. So how so should, how we, should identify we identify and, and even overcome the grudges we're still nursing? Still nursing. Well, I think well, I think part of this part is of this just is built, built in to life cycle, life cycle of, of worship and prayer, worship and prayer that, that communities of communities faith, faith provide and provide do and, and, do and live. That when we come, that on, when we come morning on morning and, and acknowledge our sins and ask, and ask forgiveness, forgiveness that we are naming. 
to ourselves and to our, and to our neighbors and to uh, God. And we, are, we are participating in a community that can help us to name um, to, ourselves, to ourselves and to our community and to God uh, the, the, things the things that we carry. That we carry. And yet Peter had a similar, had a similar sort, of sort of grudge against the religious, religious leaders, leaders here in Acts chapter 5. He and the, and the other disciples have been transformed, transformed by the coming of the Holy, of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. And he, he still can't quite let go of the past. That these leaders, these leaders had, had he says, he says, killed, killed Jesus. Jesus. So as you know, there's, there's plenty of blame to go around. And you asked, can't he move on? Easter is here. Jesus arose. Would you say more about Peter's penchant for blame mongering here and how we, how can, we avoid can avoid doing the same. Well, it's, well, a, tricky it's a tricky line because, because history, history is important. important. And, and just because, because Easter is here and just because, because it's a new season doesn't mean that, that we don't need to care, to care about, about why the past, past happened. It, it, it's incredibly instructive. instructive. And you know, arguing why particular things happened, happened the way they did is important in terms of how we move forward. The point I wanted to make in the sermon is that for Peter, sure, that, that doesn't entirely cover what, what seems to be happening. happening. Because, because the point of fact is, he's just, just wrong. It's, it's, it's more, more complicated than that. And so it's, it's not enough in this case to say, say we, we have to get, get our facts straight. straight. We, we have, have to also do a little, little bit more digging to figure out what it is about him and what it is about us that keeps us tethered even to this kind of bad notion of history. That, to me, was the most interesting question. And yet, and yet Easter, Easter can give us a fresh perspective towards the wounds and the grudges we hold. hold. How can, How can Easter, Easter help us to Well, I think, well, I think the, story the story that I always go back to and the image I always go back to is from today's gospel story of Jesus coming into the locked room with the disciples meeting Thomas with the wounds attacked on his hands. But that story is so powerful and out along with the other discourse about the belief that we see in Thomas is that the resurrection of Jesus, Jesus is the same, same, the same man, man who, who was on the cross. cross. And the cross, cross and Easter Sunday hasn't wiped away everything. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that our task, task has been to figure, figure out, out what it means to have hope and, and to, to even believe in newness of spirit without, without feeling like that. Feeling that means that we have to forget everything that happened or the wounds that we still carry. On one, so hand, on one hand, you have good company of knowing, knowing that Peter and Jesus and the disciples have been there before, before that people, people carry wounds even through the spirit of Easter. And the other part, the other of, part it of it is knowing that God is more God powerful, is more powerful than, all. than all. Thank you, Thank, thank you for being with us. And go Braves. Thank you. Thank you. Day one, Day one is the Voice of America's mainline Protestant churches. churches. Visit us online at dayone.org. Our program, Our program is recorded and edited by Donald Jones, Jones and, produced and produced by Peter Wallace. Thank you, Thank for, you for joining us. I'm Sherry Miller, wishing you all God's blessings on day, on day one, one and forever. Teacher, you, you owe it to yourself to attend the Festival, Festival of Homiletics.
the premier preaching the conference premier that preaching draws hundreds of people from across North America and beyond. America and this beyond. year's festival is May 13th festival is 13th, 13th, 13th in Thank you. 
walking to an afternoon meeting, Charlotte's Stairwell Door. Stairwell Door. That door is blocked. But Charlotte had used it. But Charlotte had used it an hour earlier. Ignoring Bill's call. Ignoring Bill's call. She pushed it open. She pushed it open. The next sound they heard. The next sound they heard. Crash of the door. Hitting a workman's. Hitting a workman's ladder. And a paint can hitting the floor. Paint can hitting the floor. No need to repeat no the painter's reaction. The painter's reaction. Bill turned to a wide-eyed I warned you not to open the door. This is Howard Butt Jr. of Lady Good advice does good no advice good does we no refuse good to listen. We refuse the breakdown has something to do with pride. Attentive ears can prevent some colorful messages. My name is Sue Smith. My name is Sue Smith. I'm 38 years old. I'm 38 years old. And I work in a graphic design company. Which is funny. Which is funny. Because I couldn't even draw because a stick figure when I was a kid. But I met someone who told me, you know what? You can do anything if you really want to. And if the teenage me were here, she'd tell you, I wouldn't be drawing an art if it wasn't for big brothers, big sisters. Most kids from my neighborhood don't get into art. They get into trouble. They get into trouble. But I was lucky because my big sister showed me early on that I didn't I didn't have to be like most people. To the young me. To the young me. My big sister's name is Sheila. Sheila is the reason that this statement was amazing job as a graphic designer. Whether you donate money or time, you're helping your brother's big sisters help a child. And that can last a lifetime. Start something today at bigbrothersbigsisters.org. Brought to you by Big Brothers Big Sisters and the Ad Council.
But what if a disaster, disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has been turned on its head? What if everything familiar becomes anything less? Would you be prepared? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit, make a plan, be informed today. And how at www.ready.gov. This message by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. Go out and have a wonderful rest day.
pay the price for all the wrong things that I have done. I'm sorry for my sin. It's my sin that puts you on that cross. And I'm sorry. I don't want to live in rebellion to you anymore. I ask you to forgive me. And tonight I open my heart. And I invite you to my life to be my Savior and my Lord. I believe Jesus. You are the Son of God. I believe you died for me to pay the price for all the wrong things that I've committed against God and against man. I believe that on the third day, by the power of God, you were raised from the dead as living proof that my trust in you tonight is not in vain. I believe, I believe that as Christ was raised from the dead, so tonight, God Almighty God, 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 you are raising me from, from the dead. From the depth of the sea, you are giving me a new life. The life the of Jesus, Jesus Christ. Oh God, oh God on my testimony, and the belief in my heart, and according to your word, at this moment, I believe, I believe, I am saved, I am saved, I am saved. Oh, let me all let me rest in the presence of Have you done this? Have you obeyed the gospel? Have you obeyed the gospel? Have you come to that place of faith? Have you come to that place of true repentance? Have you come to that place of true
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.